Hey folks, Steve Lewis, welcome to Relevance for today. Got a special topic we're talking about, a very important topic that affects many of us, and that is bullying. Stay tuned, folks. It's a good one. We've got a couple guys with me. We're going to be sharing our testimonies and also sharing some great scripture on how we can live the right way and not bully one another. Stay tuned, folks. It's important. Okay, we are back. Have some special guests on the show today. We have Isaiah Millard and we have Austin Bixler. Welcome, guys. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thank you so much. Yes, definitely. It's good to have you guys on the show. We're going to be talking about bullying, a very important subject that needs to be discussed. I actually read Isaiah's post on Facebook and I was pretty impressed and thought, you know, that'd be a good podcast. And I never said anything. And then the next day he messaged me to yep. ask me if I was going to a meeting. And wow. I definitely felt like that was the Lord opening up a door. Yes. So it's good to have you guys here. Thank you. So I'm going to open this up and then uh, Isaiah is going to share his testimony. So bullying is harassing or being mean to another kid or adult. Let's just say a person because it affects many of us over and over again. Different types of bullying include cyberbullying, bullying in schools, etc. Bullying is a growing problem among kids and teens, and I'm going to have to say adults. These kids are becoming regular victims of bullying, which not only damage their self-esteem, but also leave long-lasting blemishes on their personality. Bullying is not restricted to a particular place or country, but it happens all over the world. Bullying should never be dismissed as simply kids being kids. I'm going to add to that and say guys being guys, gals being gals, as it can have significant long-term consequences for victims, leading to loneliness, low self-esteem, depression, anxiety, and sadly, sometimes even suicide. Children who are bullied often suffer academically and socially due to the stress caused by bullying. Bullied children, or like I said, bullying people, may try to avoid the activities where the bullying occurs, leading to decreased school and social participation. So there is the opening statement that I've got online. You can find lots of research online, folks. We're going to open this up with Isaiah. Let's go ahead and hear from you, Isaiah. All right. uh, Thank you, Steve, for having me. So uh, as he was stating earlier, um, I did a post on Facebook. I felt like it was time to get my word out there and address something that has been going on for multiple years. Mm Mm-hmm. From the day I went to public school until my senior year. So, uh, again, yeah, thank you. So, um, a big thing that uh, has been going on over the years and I've seen progressively get worse is the way that us kids treat our peers. Not only kids, but the way adults treat their loved ones and everything else. Mm -hmm. Um, I started off in fifth grade. Uh, my parents were going through some tough times. I was going through some tough times, so I wasn't really the kid that was always around. Right. And so I stood out. I was different. Um, I mean, I didn't. I wasn't that kid that played sports. I had to teach myself everything. So I learned everything by myself. I learned. Mm. I literally grew myself up with the help of my parents. Right. Yeah. So, type of bullying that I'm talking about isn't just like. I never physically got abused or got abused or bullied by other students, but um, I mean, it just got to a point where I'd go to school, and a school t- is a place where you're supposed to learn. A school is a place where you're supposed to be able to 
feel freely and talk freely without having other kids um, say hurtful things to you. I mean, there'd be times I'd be in class and if the teacher asked if you don't know something to speak up, right? And right. say I speak up and say, hey, um, you know, so-and-so, I don't really know this question. And I'd hear comments pretty much every day like, are you stupid? It's that easy. Well, just mm. because it's easy for you doesn't mean that it's easy for that other kid. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And from there on, just basically everything, everyday stuff, uh, playing sports. I uh, stated that I'm the kind of guy that had to play basketball. I had to learn all the concepts. I learned how to play soccer myself. And I actually had a successful year in soccer. Um, nice. I Soccer, just something that came naturally. Mm-hmm. Um, but basketball was the thing where it all started. I wasn't able to pass my classes and be on for, uh, for grade checks as a middle schooler. Okay. Because that's when I think that bullying was the worst. And you made a claim that you said that um, kids that get bullied sometimes suffer academically and socially due to stress. Yeah. And I am a kid that's capable of really good grades. I'm talking like A's, B's, and I've never really had the chance to do that because I'd worry too much about what kids think about me, the way that I'm being treated. I'd be in the office all the time crying, and it just seemed like it was an everyday thing. I couldn't go to school. School wasn't a place for me to learn anymore. Mm. School was a place where I go, and I know the first thing that's going to be said to me is, hey, you're stupid. Like, that's just not okay. The way that we... The way that I treat people is the way that I want to be treated back. So when I go to school and I'm nice to you and I'm saying, hey, how are you doing today? I expect a, hey, how are you doing today back? I don't expect a, get out of here, loser, nobody likes you. Those things aren't nice. If you want to be treated a certain way, be treated the way you want to be treated. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Um, So true. Yes. It's important. Yeah. Um, Anyways, enough with my, uh, enough with my story. The thing that has really been bothering me for over the past few weeks is, uh, it's just been an eye-opener is the way that I see other kids be treated every day. There's a thing that happened. I go to tutoring, right? Mm-hmm. And I saw this girl walk out crying and just crying like she was right. really upset. And mm-hmm. I went to her and I was like, hey, what's up? And she was like, well, you see, I just got called a very, very bad word. And right. and so, you know, what I said to her, I said, you need to be strong. You need to stand up for yourself when things are when things are tough. And you need to know that people out there listening to you. Um, because kids that get bullied, they think that they're alone. They think that nobody cares. And I'm glad that we were able to sit down and talk about bullying because bullies are people that feel alone and they need to know that we can come together and we can be strong together. We can get through anything. I feel like letting the word out, um, and explaining what, explaining to like each other that, um, there's ways to get past it all, right. um, and it doesn't always have to involve with self-harm and all that other stuff. So yeah. I think we just need to come together and be strong. That's my firing words out to everyone out there. And one other thing, I uh, I read a uh, quote the other day, mm-hmm. and it said, if, you're gonna, if you were going to be in a fight, um, you wouldn't hit a guy with an open hand, right? Because that open hand doesn't really do much you want to use all five of your fingers because they're the, all five of your fingers are making a difference to that guy's face so i thought you know what that makes sense if one person that's getting bullied addresses it and everyone comes together and feels like they can talk about it mm. that's more than one person out there making a statement people yeah. will know right yeah, yeah that's good because yeah. you actually had me worried there i thought you were about to tell people <laughs> to start balling your fist up instead of no. slapping somebody no no don't okay, take yeah. the wrong way yeah yeah i get that yeah. no that's so true because you know, right now I'm mentoring someone uh, and or 
I've been down mentoring other people in the past uh, down at your school. And what happens is sometimes other kids just want to come in and just see what you're doing, right? Mm -hmm. Or uh, people just like watch practices, other people's practices. Yeah. And your your colleagues or your other school um, people be like, what are you doing here? Get out of here. Mm -hmm. And all you, get, all you kids that are just looking to see what everyone else is doing because it's fascinating. Mm -hmm. Instead of going home, getting on your phone, getting on Facebook, or playing a video game all the time, you want to be a part of something. You want to be seeing what other people are doing because people are awesome, right? Yeah. Yes. And then you addressed, um, you asked questions in school. Don't mm -hmm. stop that ever, okay? Thanks. Thank you. My, uh, my dad always told me, because he did this, he always asked questions. You know what? He was the smartest in his class. Nice. And I kept doing that, so I started asking questions in college mm -hmm. over and over and over and over. And guess mm -hmm. what? Everyone was like, "Oh, you're a teacher pet, right?" Mm -hmm. I graduated college and got a I got a, a job right at a Ford dealership. So nice. that's amazing. Because I and and they hired me because I knew what I was doing because I kept asking questions. Mm -hmm. Right. Doesn't mean you're dumb. It just means you want to know everything. Right. right. Not really know everything, well, you but you want to understand it all. Yeah. yeah. You want to learn. Yeah. And that's for the folks out there that are being bullied because you're asking questions, mm -hmm. like they said, being the teacher's pet. Um, before we get to Austin, I wanted to share a Bible verse that I actually shared um, in the last podcast with Travis Noyes talking about being together, bonding together when, when Isaiah was sharing about the fingers and the, the hand and the knuckles and the whole thing being together as one, uh, it brought to mind Ecclesiastes uh, chapter 4, verse 12, which states, a person standing alone can be attacked and defeated, but two can stand back to back and conquer. Three are even better, for a triple braided cord is not easily broken. And so that's important. That, you know, it doesn't mean, hey, I'm being bullied by Austin, so now I'm going to go get five guys and we're going to come back and take care of the business. <laughs> no, but what, it, what they're trying to say is you come alongside one another and you stick together because I can guarantee you one bully, that one guy who all of a sudden sees you with five or six people sitting there together having a good time is not going to come over and try to pick on you. Well, and you know that you already, you already have three people on your side. You got yeah. the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost with you. Yes, yes, that's right. If you've got Jesus Christ in your life, that's true. Mm -hmm. That's definitely true. Good point, Austin. Yeah. So Austin, tell us your story. And by the way, we are going to go back. Um, so Isaiah shared his experience as being bullied. Yes. Mm -hmm. But the three of us have to be honest with you. We're keeping it real today. We've also been on the other side where we've been the guys also bullying people. Yes. Word. Yep. And... You know, kudos for all three of us here on Relevance for today to be able to make sure that we're keeping it real and we're telling you both sides. It's not just we're not crying victim. We're sharing how we were victims and also how we made the mistake of falling in the trap of also being on the other side, picking on others. So, Austin. My story is, you know, I was homeschooled, so I wasn't down at the school being picked on and everything all the time. So I don't really know that point of what you're coming to, you know. But uh, we also played sports down at the school. You know, the school allowed us to. So when we'd come down, we're kind of like the out people, you know. People don't know us. We're coming in to take your guys' playing time or your position on the field. So it was kind of hard. But, you know, the more we came down, the more people started accepting us. And I feel like the more, personally, I was pretty good at sports. So the more I got good at sports, and when I started getting playing time with other people, that's when the bullying started for me. Mm. Yeah, jealous, but I think also 
they yeah jealousy because they wanted they wanted playing time right you know i as homeschooled i skipped seventh grade so i immediately i was in high school when i was like 14 years old oh wow so but that's what gave me a good learning curve because i was the only freshman on the baseball team Mm -hmm. so if any of you freshmen out there think that you got it rough be the only freshman on a (laughs) on a baseball team okay and uh so and actually, it was pretty cool because back then, all the seniors stuck up for me. Mm-hmm. But they also showed me hard love and told me to carry everything of their gears. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah. But that, you know, back then, you know, as a team, you think about it, teammates, they stick up for you, right? Mm-hmm. Well, we got to stick up for everyone else, yeah, too. Okay. And I learned so much from that, from baseball and from soccer. Now, basketball, I wasn't the greatest at, okay? And I think that's where I got picked on a lot because mm. it was like, you start in soccer and you start in baseball, but you don't, you sit the bench in basketball, right? Mm. And I don't think, uh, what this gun, I don't think it'll be wrong because you had him on here last time. <laughs> uh, Travis. So Travis, Travis knows. And, uh, Travis, I love you, buddy. Um, but me and Travis, we would bicker back and forth. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, uh, just because we both love sports that much. Mm. And I thought he'd pick it on me. And I, I took it to heart too much, but in reality is Travis just loves sports that much. He just wants to, all, he just wants to play and stuff. Mm. And you know, what's funny is now me and Travis, best buds. Nice. I'm, I'm not joking. That's good. Yeah. And for all of you that are being bullied or people are picking on you or this or that, maybe just take yourself away from that crowd for a little bit, mm. be to yourself for a little bit. It doesn't hurt to find who you are and what you want. Right. Exactly. right. Because later in life, those people come back and they want to be a part of your life. Mm-hmm. Do some soul searching. Yeah. And I think that's the problem with a lot of people today is we're on social media too much. Mm. Or PlayStation or video games or whatever. Right. Uh, when we're driving in the car, you, we blare the music. Mm. A lot of us do, right? Yeah. Like you hear it through town, okay? Right. Every day. We need to just find who we are and what we want. Mm. Yep. Because we blare the music. And we come in and someone says something to us that we don't like, that we didn't want to hear, but maybe they just want to say something to us that maybe is good criticism instead of feeling like, oh, they're bullying us. Right. So I'm kind of wrapping that up there, but. um, You were also bullied because you were a homeschooler. Yeah, Yeah. I was. Homeschoolers have caught that rap for a long time (laughs) because they always seem like they're different. Uh, if you're homeschooled, you're going to turn out weird and all this stuff. I'm telling you right now, folks, if you're homeschooling your kids, I think that's amazing because I'm a parent. I have a 27-year-old and a 25-year-old. And in this day and age, with the age of technology and everything like that, I tell you what, being in school, kids being bullied, being cyber-bullied, cyber-attacked online and everything, it's such a different environment now. So parents out there, you make the right decision for your children. You do what you need to do. Well, not just that. Like I told you, I skipped a grade, too, and everyone Mm -hmm. was like, oh, you you know you're not gonna be or do you just do the work or you not do the work at all you just say you completed it and stuff right. Right. well homeschoolers they have to put in a lot more work okay they have to show all the work mm-hmm. and then your parents have to send it into the state not just a teacher the right. state whatever state you're in mm-hmm. for them to qualify it and then you get a homeschool diploma which does not get accepted into college anywhere you serious 
you have to go and now get your GED. <laughs> wow. So you can go to college. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they would not accept my... Wow. I was going to blow up. But it's okay. I graduated 3.89 GPA. So. That's yeah. good. It's good. Lisa was in four more years, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd also like to add in something real quick, too. Uh, so, like, when we go to school we always notice that one person, that one person that may wear different clothes, that right. one person who may have longer hair, who mm-hmm. may look like a scrub, right? But we're, the reason... <laughs> a scrub. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like... A scrub. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> when you get older, that's when you don't want to shave it. So yes. that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. But um, it, it's just that... We all look as, we all look alike, right? We blend in. It's because we don't we don't dress up how we want to how we want to look personally. We want to be what every Everybody other else. person is. Yeah. Yes, I mean I notice from experience like I come to school with my hair in a different way, and instantly kids notice that, but they don't notice that one kid in the corner getting bullied. Right? Mm. They don't. Yeah. It's just you can't. Kids are afraid to be themselves. I feel like you should go to school how you want to be seen. And be be satisfied with that way. Don't care what other people think because going and not being yourself and caring what other people think will only hurt you worse. Because you're that kid that stands out. So. Yeah, and the thing though is, it's not as easy as it sounds. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Because you know you get a young kid. Well, have you guys seen on on uh, Facebook? There's been these videos, different ones will come up where the classmates used to pick on a kid in the school because the kid was poor. They didn't realize yeah. that the child's parents had no jobs. Right. The kid, only, all he had was maybe two or three outfits yep. for the entire week. And then all of a sudden, these guys, mm-hmm. I mean, the bullies cried. Yeah. They brought in some shoes. Clothes. Gave him a wardrobe full of clothes and everything, and they gave it all to him. It's amazing. And the young man couldn't believe it mm-hmm. yep. he could not believe it and it changed his whole life that one moment changed him from going down the path he was going exactly and i bet you a major reason why that happened too was because that kid let his story out yeah right once you once when when you're getting bullied a, a lot of bullies don't know what you go through at home they don't know how your life has been i mean we start off at school and we get to learn people as time goes um, you made the statement like how you were homeschooled. When you got homeschooled, right, you showed up at school mm-hmm. and people just assume they know who you are. They don't actually get to know you. They hear, they listen to what other people think about you and what other people say, and they all decide to agree with it, right? But they never know the true story. Knowing the true story always helps. And, I mean, it just you, you got to know. You got to know your things before yeah. you make... That's so true. When, yeah. You know, when we came down, no one asked, like, where you from or yeah. what, what you yeah. do today or nothing. Get to they're know just, that person. They're just like, oh, you're here to play? Mm-hmm. Uh, push uh, you down. Let, yeah. Yeah, who are you? Let me play, yeah. you know? I mean, yeah. there's this basketball player. Uh, he's new in the NBA, right? And uh, this mom, he went to her apartment one day, and she she had no furniture. She was poor, right? And she didn't, know, uh, she didn't have any idea who this guy was. And he was like, you know what? We're going to go out shopping. He takes her to the furniture store. He buys her a whole bunch of new furniture. Nice. And you know what he did? He's like, sometimes you just got to, things are given and and that's how it is, right? You just, you just take it and be a blessing. Be a blessing. Yeah. Yeah. And he said, and he, and you know what he said? He's like, God told me to do a good deed out there. And that's nice. what happened. And she never knew who he was until this day. That's awesome. I bet you she does now, but that's cool. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah. Being a blessing. Yes. It's kind of like yes. that verse, don't let the left hand know what the right hand's doing. You go out, you be a blessing to people. 
and you don't have to showboat it. You exactly. know what I mean? Hey, look what I yeah. just bought, Austin. He right. has clothes now. <laughs> you know? But yeah, so the thing, oh, so we've heard from Isaiah. Is there anything else you wanted to add to that, Austin? Well, yeah, and like uh, you were saying, Steve, uh, all of us have bullied before, too. You know, when I was freshman, when I was sophomore, junior, I got bullied. But you know what? My senior year in baseball, I did it back to people. Right. And, you know, it wasn't nice. And I feel I actually feel bad for what I did back then mm. because, you know what, I thought I was the crap. You know what I mean? Right. I really thought I was all that because I was the captain of the baseball team. Oh, wow. mm-hmm. I was the top catcher in la- in my junior year. Everyone was saying I was top catcher in the Class D state of Maine. So, you know, there's a little ego there. Yeah, it did. Yeah, that's what happens. And I think that's a little bit of what – all of us bullies have done it before. Um, our head gets a little big, and That's we so forget true. reality you know, is. Down, no one asks, like, exactly. where are you from or what yes. you do today yeah. or nothing. It's a good they're point. Just, yeah. They're just like, oh, you're here to play? Uh, push you down. Let, I have. Let me play. Yep. You know? The way that I get treated, I think it's okay to do it right back. So. <clears throat> yeah, and it's, uh, you know, how the old saying goes, you know, whether it's, yeah, once a bully. Once a bully, always a bully. Mm-hmm. I think people do change, but it's the same. It's like, I can't wait till I get bigger. Exactly. So I can turn around and do the same thing. And like for me, um, we traveled around the world when I was growing up because my dad's job and when we lived in Baltimore City. Growing up, I mean, in the city, man, you're riding the city buses. And that's how it is, right? You just you just take it and be a blessing. Yeah, yeah. And he said, and he, and you know. And they're heckling everybody on the bus. That's rough. So they would pick on me because of the way my head was shaped and stuff, and they'd all laugh. And the crazy part is, why are you looking at my head, Isaiah? Right? Yeah. It's like, what's wrong with your face? <laughs> yeah. So you would get picked on, and then you would get anxious. So then you get anxiety because they're calling you out, and you're hoping they don't come up to you and try to do anything and uh, start treating you like garbage. Because the problem is, Bullies, for some reason, think they have the right to not only pick on you, but if you defend yourself, then they think they have the right to actually beat you up. Exactly. And back when I was going to school, we were talking, you know, a long time ago. <laughs> years ago, 35, 36 years ago, uh, you didn't stand up for yourself. Because if you stood up for yourself, you were getting beat up. Yeah. Exactly. So you just kept your mouth shut. You looked straight at, at the front of the bus, and you just rode that bus and it was public. It wasn't a public school bus. It was the city bus. Wow! Oh, wow! Yeah, this is the MTA, the Maryland Transportation. Man. So there is no. I'm going to the principal and telling them on you. No, <laughs> you just kept your mouth shut yeah. and you didn't tell on anybody. Right. Yeah. I mean, we're protected up here. It's nice and comfortable up here, but man, in the inner cities, you can't just go into the principal's office and say. Austin Bixler and Isaiah are picking on me. I want to do something about it. Exactly. Because the principal will call them out, and then they're going to call you out again when they see you again. Exactly. So it's tough. It's a tough cycle. So then getting picked on on the bus, getting picked on by classmates, and eventually as I got older, then I turned around and heckled the other people and did the same thing, and it wasn't right. In fact, I called a friend of mine. We went to middle school together. We are in the fifth grade together. And what's cool about Facebook is you can connect with your old friends. So I ended up contacting this guy. So now we're grown-ups. We're both in our 40s. And I wrote him, and I said, you know, I just want to apologize for the stupid stuff and, and the things I've said to you years ago. And he wrote back something really nice, but I didn't let him just excuse it and sweep it away. But he's pretty much like, Steve, listen, 
we were kids. He was like, kids will be kids. Yeah. Yep. And unfortunately, that's the statement that people use. Oh, kids will be kids. They're, you're fine. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. he was like, kids will be kids. We were stupid. We did stupid stuff back then. Don't worry about it. And I says, well, it, it was wrong. And I apologize for that. And uh, we had a great conversation. That's good. But that's, you know, if you bully someone, I'm going to tell everybody right now on here, if you have actively bullied somebody, you should take the time out, put your ego aside, put your pride aside, and you need to contact them and say, hey, listen, I apologize yes. for what I put you through. Mm-hmm. It's like some of those movies. You watch these movies where the guy's making a list of all the people that hurt his feelings, and all of a sudden, uh, Adam Sandler, I think, walked into the room, and he said, I just want to tell you I'm sorry for the way I treated you in high school. And he picked up the list of names, and he scratched <laughs> his name off the list. It's like, whoa. But we don't know what we're doing to people. Yeah. Exactly. You have no idea unless you've been on the other side. And like for me, I had anxiety. It wasn't crazy anxiety, but I had anxiety getting on that bus, right. knowing I hope they're not back there today because if they are, and you try to sit up closer to the front and it doesn't do any good, no. they'll still call you out. Right. They'll pick on you. They'll pick on your clothes and the whole nine yards. Mm. And uh, it's hurtful. And so, you know, one of the things Isaiah said was, when you see someone who's a loner, you look for that loner, mm-hmm. you know, and open up the door, ask them, hey, man, how you doing? What are you up to today? Exactly. And just hang out with them. That's a good, that's a actually good statement because um, I read this uh, article. This kid, he uh, was always picked on and he had enough, right? So he was actually going to go home and commit and... When he was leaving, when commit he commits suicide, yes. Mm-hmm. And when he was leaving the school, a guy held the door for him and said, hey, you have a good day. And that guy later out, later on came out and said, you know what? That one thing saved my life, knowing that that one person out there cared about me. Yeah. Changed important. everything. Yeah, because at that point, you know, and it's amazing how things work out. Because there's many stories out there like that. There was one where the person dropped their books and everybody was walking past and kicked the guy's books and then one of the people and it was an older person like you said the seniors taking care of the young yeah it was an older person that made an impression and they it was i think it was like 11th or 12th grader and he was in sports and he was the jock and all famous and whatnot in the school and he took the time out and helped him with his stuff and started talking to him and, and things like that and then the person realized wait a minute somebody does care right because not everybody out there is cruel there's some good people out there yeah good people by heart so yeah and sadly some of the guys and gals that are doing the bullying are only doing it to compensate for their loss yeah exactly in their lives yep you know and you it's just it's awful Mm -hmm. and uh it's really hard i think that uh what we need to do is you know we need to get some guys men and women to go into the schools like what i used to do go in there and mentor read with the kids and things like that because you take that one loner exactly a couple big guys to go sit with them for lunch yeah game changer well back to what you were saying about um message that person that you bullied or something like that don't just do that you can message them yeah but then in school go and sit with them at lunch exactly Oh yeah, yeah. yeah everyone's gonna see that be like oh wow maybe he's cool now or maybe. yeah and it's not just that it's you're friending someone right yeah and we're all we're all about doing everything over social media and, and like i feel like honestly that going to that person in person Personal. can change yeah you yes can, you can't express 
full motions over text. That's true. Exactly. You could try. But you could try, but yeah, I mean, no. I mean, that one word may make that person think you're mad at them. So seeing them in person just changes everything. Yeah. Yeah. I have a scripture to go with all this, guys. Um, yeah. It's uh, Matthew chapter 15, verse 10 and 11. And it goes with bullying and opening your mouth and stuff. And in verse 10 it says, And he called the multitude and said unto them, Hear and understand, not that which goeth into the mouth defileth a man, but that which cometh out of the mouth, this defileth a man. You know, so what we're saying to people can defile us if we say the wrong words. Right. And even if you had a bad day, doesn't mean you need to pick on somebody else and exactly. let it out. Right. Maybe. Because, you know, we can um, say, oh, it's it's just one time or this or that. But you know what? All of us will be judged each individually mm. by God. Mm-hmm. I don't care whatever we did, whatever we didn't do, whoever seen it, whoever didn't see it, God knows. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I'm pretty sure we all like that feeling of uh, of just like, I know personally that I don't like having a whole bunch of emotions built up and I feel like talking to somebody once I talk and let people know what happened and how if I'm having a rough day I feel better like I just feel good like I'm not like shaking all the time because my anxiety yeah yeah now right. one guy can change everything yeah, that's Jesus Christ well, I think a lot of people a lot of kids are holding it in yes um, especially on social media because mm-hmm. they want those likes yep they want uh, people to comment on it this or that you don't, don't you don't need that. You just need to get out, get off of social media, exactly, and go hang out with people. Go, go meet some friends from school. Right. Go sit with some new friends at school every day. Exactly. Right. Just but, like yeah. Yeah, and the hard part about that is though, how do you do that if you're the loner? Yeah. Right. You know what I mean. So what you just said, I fully agree with. But then you say, okay, well then we need people to take the time yes. to be friendly with these individuals that are try- trying to reach out. Yeah. And it is, you know, I, I looked this up real quick, the body language chart. I don't know if you guys have ever heard this or seen it before. Well, now we will. It's a pie chart about communication and how each one works. And so 7% of our communication is based on words. 7% of communication. Wow. 38% is voice, tone, modulation, pauses. 55% is body movements, face and arms. Wow. Wow. So if you do send a text, you're just sending 7% of the, of the body language chart, the communication chart. All right. So that's why, you know, some will say, are you yelling at me? It's like, no. No. Just put, where are you? <laughs> you can say, where are you? You can say, hey, where are you? You can be like, where are you? Right. There's different ways to communicate. Yeah, exactly. there is. So, yeah, it's important to, to get out there. And we're going to have to wrap this up. We're definitely going to have to go to part two on yes. this for sure. Mm-hmm. We've already cranked out 30 minutes. Definitely want you folks to stay tuned. Uh, so where we're at is we talked about the fact that we've all had situations where we've been bullied. It's not easy. It's hard. And it's not taken lightly. And then we've all three of us have been in situations where we could have been categorized as being the bully, where we've turned around and put the other shoe on the foot. And we've done the same thing and hurt people's feelings. And, you know, you got to sit back and look at where people are coming from. What is their home life like? Look at the whole big picture. We all need to get out there and find somebody and befriend them. Yeah, befriend somebody. Yeah. Yes. 
That should be your goal. Not friend them on Facebook. Mm -mm. Friend them in real life. Hey, man, what are you doing? And if that other person recognizes, like if two people hear this message and you both go out and do the same thing, you might run into each other and meet each other. Yeah, I just heard a podcast where it's like, go out and be a friend to someone. You want a friend, be a friend. Right. And you get out there and you just talk. You know, don't pull out your phones and sit side by side and start texting other people that aren't in the room with you. Hang out with each other. Yes. Chit chat. Talk. How you been? Where are you from? Right. If we can make friends, if everyone in the world can make friends with their enemies, I think, I think that could change the world for good. Yeah. Don't always hate that person. Show the love. Show the love. Yeah. Show the love. <laughs> so that's good. So part one is done. We're actually going to take a water break and we're going to get right back on and record another one. I am going to go ahead and close in prayer, but we do want you folks to stay tuned for the next episode. Very important subject. Bullying. Very important key things to take away from this podcast are be friendly be kind to one another like Austin read in the scripture don't defile yourself by calling out people and saying bad words and things like that don't curse and swear at people you know you don't know what they've gone through that's uh, the same thing we brought up the other day when we were talking about the police officer who had just seen someone murdered or he's just seen a child that was killed in an accident and then he turns around and goes out to help someone else, and people treat him like garbage because they categorize all police officers the same. It's the same thing. You know, you don't know what people have gone through. Take the time to think before you speak. Very important. Would you want someone to say that to you? Then don't say it. You know, that's really important. Um, before I pray, I am going to share this one Bible verse that many people know. And, of course, it's written in, uh, in the New Living Translation. The heading is the Golden Rule, Matthew seven twelve. Do to others whatever you would like them to do to you. This is the essence of all that is taught in the Law and the Prophets. And basically, that well, the bottom line is in that first sentence. You've heard it before. Do to others whatever you would like them to do to you, period. If you don't want treat people to treat you like garbage, don't treat other people like garbage. Be kind to one another. So with that being said, Austin, do you have something? No. Okay. I'm all good. All right. I'm going to go ahead and pray, and uh, we'll continue on with part two. Uh, we also want you folks to leave us some comments, questions. You know, we don't have the all the answers, but uh, if you ask a question and we don't know the answer, we'll make sure we look up and do some research and find it for you. We're also going to leave some, uh, I'll leave the hotline number and things like that for suicide prevention. And in part two, we're going to be discussing some more about bullying. We've got some great scripture to go along with it. And uh, we'll go from there. All right, so with that being said, let's pray. So Heavenly Father, thank you for this opportunity to sit down with the guys. It's great to have Isaiah and Austin here talking about bullying and the effects of bullying, the effects of being bullied, as well as being on the other side and being the actual bully. And Lord, we just ask you to bless each and every individual out there. Heavenly Father, we're asking for people to just step up and step out and come alongside these other people. And when I say other people, I mean people that you may think that we think don't look like us or they look different. You know, that people can just put their past aside, put their attitudes aside, put everything aside and try to be a friend. To these individuals lord there's so many lonely people out there heavenly father we're praying for people to come alongside and be a friend 
to show the love of Jesus. Be a friend to someone. Heavenly Father, all around the world, bullying takes place in every country, every state. There's no place that does not have someone being bullied. So, Lord, we're praying for those victims out there to give them the strength they need to get through each day, Lord, and once again for others to come alongside them. And for Christian folks, Lord, for followers of you to step up, step out, and not be afraid to step out and befriend people and anyone else listen to the sound of our voices. So we thank you for this opportunity to share, to share your word, Lord, as well as to share about an important subject. We thank you for these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. There you have it, folks. So there's part one. We're going to get ready to do part two. We hope you will listen to it. We hope you will share it. And we definitely hope it reaches at least one person out there. One person. Better yet, let's reach a thousand. Let's reach a million. Yeah. Keep it going. If you've got someone that you know is being bullied, share this podcast. And I also have the phone number, National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. They're open 24-7. That number is 1-800-273-8255. And also, there's a crisis text line that you can text at 741-741. But preferably, if you're in a situation where you don't know what to do and you're thinking about harming yourself or taking your own life, contact that number, folks. You're loved. You're loved more than you know. Don't let the enemy sit back and tell you that you're not worth living because it's not true. All right. Well, with that being said, you folks take care of yourselves. God bless. Love you. Peace.